Oh, hello. How are you? Great. How are you? Oh, just so lovely. Uh, I have already hit record, so you're good. Yeah. Uh, and there yeah. was nothing that you didn't not want to talk about. So let's just, I'm going to do a tiny little intro for you. And we're just going to get into it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another amazing episode of the What The Fluff Podcast. I am honored to be in the presence of the amazing Miss Knickknacks94, Facebook streamer, content creator, extraordinaire, amazing human. So happy to have you here uh, and to get to have a little bit more of a conversation with you. So, well, thank you so much for the invite. Of course. How are you today? I'm amazing, thank you. How are you? Oh, just so lovely. So I wanted to start with what your... Because you were actually one of the few people that I regularly game with who was going through the switch from your old full-time job to then content creation. So I would just love to know your journey with that and what what's got you into streaming what yeah how did that all how did that all happen and then i'm just gonna annoyingly ask questions in between to to get you off track i love that i love that so i started streaming just over a year and a half ago um and i've only recently since august it just went full-time with it so it's very very new uh for me to actually start doing this full-time um i actually got into streaming purely because I decided I wanted to play a bit more competitively to like meet other like players, but also to game with other females. Nice. Um, before, before streaming, I literally had never played with another like girl before online or, um, you know, really branched out to play with other gamers. Yeah. So it was because I was put forward for a tournament basically to, to join a girl's team, an all girls team. And the requirement for that is you had to stream. Interesting. So I started up a stream one night after being entered in this tournament, uh, like a tryout. And um, I was literally on my bedroom floor on my Xbox. No <laughs> and, way. Um, yep. Streamed on Twitch for like once. And uh, yeah, literally after my <clears> first <throat> stream, I was thinking, this is incredible. This is amazing. And uh, kind of fell in love with the world of streaming. And before I used to watch streamers, I never thought, I would do it myself. Do you get what I mean? Really? So streaming, so streams were a part of your life even before? A little bit, yeah. Like, definitely not as much as they were now, but, like, I'd kind of, like, watch some streams. Like, especially, like, before going to bed, I kind of, like, just put put a couple of streams on and, and watch in the background and stuff like that. But um, Who would you be yeah. watching? Uh, <laughs> do you know what? Back then, it was mainly, like, Stone and Spark. Like, it just, nice! the main ones. Of course, they were always on in the evenings when I was going to bed because, obviously, I'm from the UK. Okay. So, um, they were kind of like the downtime that I would like flick it on and obviously just watch. Um, but yeah, yeah. It was, ever since then, I kind of done my first stream and then fell in love with it. And I thought this is a whole world that I just wanted to dive in and explore and just try out for myself. Really. That's so awesome. What game? What game was it? Was it Warzone that you were playing? Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah. So it was Warzone for. It was like just a all girls team um and yeah yeah i just i just thought i'll go for it but before then like, i am a gamer so i literally play <laughs> loads of that different was going to be my next question yeah <laughs> so has gaming always been a thing for you even since childhood massive. nice mm-hmm. absolutely massive and like even that goes all the way back from like 
when I was a kid, like, you know, with my with my family. My mum was massive into gaming as well. So Really? It, it, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so who was it? Was it your mom that got you into it or was it a whole family affair, essentially? I would say like a whole family affair, but mainly driven by my mum. So like we're very close, quite small, close family. So um, that's we so cool. Be like on the on the front room, like on the floor, like all playing these games and stuff like that. So um, yeah, definitely, definitely all stems back from that moment. And then kind of just it's always been there. It's always been in my blood, I suppose. No way. Do you recall? Was there a special game from childhood that you recall, or was there a special? I, I don't know. I feel like if I guess it, since it's always just been there, there's no like, mm. oh, haha. Like it, it was just always what it was. Is that kind of yeah, how it was? Pretty much. There are like a few like defining games where I can remember like playing with the family or like that I used to spend a lot of time on. And, what were those? Um, I even like today, like Borders Gate. Have you ever heard of that? No, I've heard of Borderlands, but I've never Borders <laughs> Borders Gate. Borders. So like B A L. Uh, yeah, Baldur's Gate. They're actually bringing out uh, number two uh, next year, I believe. Wait, Super spell it again. B A L D A. Baldur. Oh, what is that? It's kind of like it's almost like multiple people on the same screen at the same time. If you're playing like couch co-op, oh yeah, you just like kill people and stuff, and you kind of like go through. I would consider it's like really, really early days of like open map. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. Quite close map, but you kind of go where you want and the camera moves with you guys like um and you just like fight enemies and you can have like dwarfs and elves and magic. And, That's like, awesome. Yeah, it was, it was cool. So that very much like that was very much a family thing. I I very much like Command and Conquer. Nice. Um uh if I go into like the more childish games like Croc, like not I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, are you Spyro? uh yes this is so So you guys played everything it wasn't even just first person shooters it wasn't just like y'all were literally just gaming yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's so cool what did you ever find out what got your parents into gaming because i mean i feel like that's relatively rare to have your parents be that into it yeah do you have you ever talked about that I think they're naturally very competitive. So even if it was like Monopoly, right? <laughs> so even and, like okay. Games and things like that. And then just naturally it kind of progressed into that. So my uncle was very much um, my part of my immediate family. And he is in the Navy. So instead of him getting his own place, he lived with us um, and came home when he wasn't deployed. So he he would come home and he had all, he was always into like technology. So he would always be the bring the games and like, we would always be there, like me and my sisters and my mum, and yeah, we were just all very competitive and always just like that kind of uh, kind of thing, really. That's so. This is still blowing my mind because it's not even just video games. Like y'all, literally, right. just like any any form of competition where you could decide who was the better family member, y'all y'all were in. Did it yeah. get heated? Uh, yeah, yeah, between my mum and uncle sometimes because they're obviously they're siblings. So yeah, between them, it definitely got a little bit heated, which is quite funny. But have you ever uh, gotten angry? <laughs> no, surprisingly not. Surprisingly, it's just been like, uh, just just fun to like hang out in game. Really, I mean, they got competitive that they needed to like leave the room and cool down. But like, oh my gosh, this like we were fine. <laughs> we were very much just like okay. Would there um, any? Yeah. Were there any scenarios of like the hey mom let's let's like tone it down or was everyone relatively good at self regulating? 
they, they were pretty good at self-regulating. It was all okay. right. All, all, all the game would just like pause for a minute or two and then be like, we'll get back to it. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah, quite funny. That's so great. Yeah. That's so great. Okay. So then how do you find, cause you mentioned, uh, having streamed to Twitch, but then you mentioned watching stone and Spart. So were you, I know, obviously you, uh, went with pipeline, you stream on Facebook. Was that always after that first Twitch stream? Was that always the first choice? But it, was it something you had to come around with? Did you start on Twitch and then realize what was that start to get on Facebook? So I, I actually kind of never even looked at Twitch. Like streaming really was a whole new world for me. Okay. Um, like I said, I, I had seen Stone and I, I you know, I, I, I watched a few, but it was never really like a massive thing for me back then. Um, and then so how, so, so sorry, how were you watching him? Were you watching his streams? Were you watching offline content? Um, I think, I believe it all started when watching like random offline content. Okay. You know, when you're just scrolling through and it comes up. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. And like, again, just because I was into gaming, I was just curious. Like, I would then like, you know, start watching some of the streams like live. Yeah. So it kind of like naturally developed like that. But then, so Facebook was always kind of like the social media that I was on. Um, Twitch, I didn't even like think about Twitch. I never even had the like app downloaded. Like, I'd never gone really? on it. Really? So for the reason i went on twitch is because it was easy to do it from a console mm, yep. so that was literally the only reason like i had to do it because like my the tournament that i was got put forward my tryouts was a requirement that i had to stream so i was like right what's the easiest way to do that is just via console so it was literally all just in that moment very very fast very spontaneous and um like i said on my bedroom floor with the console <laughs> um and yeah it was good and then literally immediately after, I was like, I, I want to stream on Facebook. And the reason why I made that decision was because I generally thought not one person would want to watch me, but maybe my family might. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. They would. They are on Facebook. So I thought, okay, well, this isn't going to go anywhere. Like maybe my friends or maybe my mom would, might, might want to watch. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's why I chose Facebook. Interesting. So wait, then what about because I, I feel like so many quote unquote first streams, whatever you stream, but you don't have necessarily any viewers, you don't have that. So what about the act of being live? Like, did you get were that? Did you have any viewers? Did you have that interaction? Was that like, what about being live spoke to you in that way? Uh, it was more so like, yeah, obviously, I didn't get like loads of people in or anything like that. But it was more so of like, I feel like there was a, a kind of a form of camaraderie mm, if that makes sense yeah. like when because the original reason why i was going for it, it was to connect with other gamers yeah um, and that's something that i didn't really have at that point in time so then i thought oh my gosh like i'm i'm going into this tournament which i'd never done before like i'm you know i'm going into a competitive tournament and meeting all these amazing gamers and again uh, it was all around female uh, gamers at the point in time and that they were all going into each other's stream and supporting each other yeah and i thought that was really really cool and i really liked that and i was like just instantly hooked. I was like, wow, like maybe this could be something. And that's when I started looking into it a lot more and like just decided to just go for it really. And where was it that you were finding these communities? Because I know, especially when you're starting off, it can be difficult to find groups of people like that. So were you just like, uh, was it a Facebook group? Was it, did you already have friends that were in a little bit of a community that you could hop into? How did you yeah. find that? Right away. I think it was. I think it was pretty much someone. Um, I'm not sure if it was like recommended by someone, and then uh, yeah, and then it, I was just kind of like put forward for it. If that makes sense, it was yeah. like a very weird scenario of how it happened. Like I said, it was all very quite like fast and spontaneous. Um, and I think 
like my like people around me knew that I wanted to like you know I was kind of good at the game <laughs> and um, yeah you know that I, I wanted to kind of take it a little bit more seriously and and take it to another level um and yeah I don't know I think I was just like kind of fell into that I, I so far throughout this whole like year and a half journey I've just fallen into the right place at the right time that's very much how it feels throughout every single moment of this I love that would you say that that's indicative of how you live the rest of your life and kind of the energy you move around with or is this something that's been different so I, think, I think so I think it's I, I I'm a strong believer of what will what will happen will happen right and like what's meant to be uh will definitely play its way out really um so yeah I mean like I said from when I first started this I definitely thought that well because I went in with no expectations yeah um, the fact that I've even got to here is like an, a massive achievement for me. So that's where I think that whole, yeah, well, if, if anything happens, I didn't expect that at the beginning. So everything's a bonus, right? That's so odd. Yeah, because you had, you were already, what, what job were you doing at that time? Were you, did you have the same job for this last year and a half that you were able to give up or did you move between others? So I, I work for the NHS. Uh, okay. which is our national healthcare service. Okay. So um, I've done loads of different roles. I've got a, uh, <laughs> I've got an undergrad, so I've got my bachelor's uh, degree in psychology and I've got my master's in clinical psychology. So- I had no idea. <laughs> you wait, yeah. aren't you only like tw early, tw like 23 or 24? I'm a little bit older now. <laughs> oh my so God, wait, you're 27. <laughs> I've just turned 28. I literally just, like, oh yeah, my gosh. Holy so, hell. Okay. Yeah. So I, I went, I went down all of that route, got my master's in clinical psych and, and was kind of, kind of working my way into maybe going for my doctorate and um, yeah, going, going down there. But so I worked for the, yeah, like I said, the national healthcare service and it's great and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, this kind of came up and, it was it was just a whirlwind everything was going really really well and we were just growing and i was enjoying it and my passion just grew and grew and grew like it's very much been getting hand in hand that i just like i said i instantly fell in love with it but it was just blowing my mind every single time like we were achieving something else and yeah it was amazing but i decided in august that i wanted to go full time i didn't want to just like give up everything that i had kind of worked my way up to yeah so I do still work there, but very part time. Really? So I, I work there in my mornings, yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. So you said full time. Have you secretly been doing this? I mean, not secretly, but have you actually just kind of still been working there this whole time? Or was there well, a point yeah, where I, you were just like, I want to go back. I, I like need that. Well, during the time I was like, so I transitioned kind of like, you know, I had the two months notice that I had to give up, like, you know, working up to August. Um that I have to give. And then during that time, loads of people left, they went on like sabbaticals and they were doing all these things. And I I didn't like seeing them short stuffed. And I was like, do you know what? Wait, <laughs> um... Nick, are you literally, you don't, so am I correct in, in the understanding that you don't have to work there, but you essentially feel bad and do it anyway? I think, but it's also, for me, it's also good that I, I do want to still work there because like I said it's something that I've built up to at that point in time so it I was getting closer to August and I thought you know what it would be a shame if I totally lost this um and I kind of want to keep my 
you know, I kind of just want to keep my mind going, like going in that kind of way, working for the NHS and, and doing all the good work that I was doing there. So I decided, you know what, I'll try to see what works best for both sides, yeah. uh, where I can pursue my career in streaming um, and content creation. And uh, also while still being there and helping out. But yeah, kind of your, what you said is right, but yeah. <laughs> that's so, that is, that's wild. So then, I mean, you also, you, while you do seem like a very nice person and you would help and be of support to those who need it, it also just sounds like you enjoy it as well. Like you get to, it's not as though you were in that unfortunate situation that so many were where it was, you're like, drudging along doing this terrible job just to support your stream it was something that you still wanted to do and want to build together is that correct yeah absolutely it definitely got to a point though where like i, I needed to do this do you know what i mean I yeah felt like i needed to start putting my all into content creation and i'm i'm you know not gonna lie and think sometimes even now it would be uh an easy choice to to give up that kind of part time in the morning so because I mean, you know, puppies. Uh, a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff it never ends. No, it, you're it always really working. <laughs> always working, always on the go, and like I feel like you don't always like. It, there's never a sense of like fulfillment. Like there's always more you can be yeah. doing, and um, that's hard sometimes. So like, would it be easier if I I kind of gave that up and and I like threw my all mornings into this as well? Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It'd be a lot easier. Um, but for now, I, yeah, I, I do still enjoy it. And I think it's still an important part of me that that's, that's, like I said, that's kind of what I built up to. So I definitely yeah. kind of want to keep, keep doing that as long as I possibly can. And then, um, and yeah. So you, and you've used the word built up a couple questions, uh, a couple times. So is that, is there something specifically with your job that you have? built in a way that you would be losing and would not be able to gain back if you left um, are you able to go into what you do a little bit more for that yeah i mean not necessarily wouldn't be able to gain back but like i feel like i'm just in a quite very like a very good position i'm in a I love very that. fortunate position like you know with my team and like my you know how you know as a position you are in, in as your role uh, within a team kind of working within a career yeah. um, i mean they, they have been very supportive they know about streaming um they love that extremely, extremely supportive of that and i think it, the agreement with me going part-time there what, rather than just fully leaving uh was definitely like a 50 50 thing like nice. you know i'm helping them out that and also they're helping me out so um i'm not gonna lie it's quite nice knowing that i do have that as a backup you know yeah can be very uh up and down and oh yeah <laughs> yeah very uncertain so like you know the idea that i've throughout going quote unquote full time which i have this is still my main gig my yeah income. um it is still nice knowing i've got that there as a backup so i've not worried like i've not been in a threat going you know oh how am i gonna pay the bills yeah because i've got that there that's so interesting so yeah where so many people i would feel would find that as a stressor it's literally just helping you be able to do this yeah. That's so cool. And so then talk to me about the, the months leading up to like that decision. What was, what was going through your brain? Were you feeling stressed or anxious about the amount of time you wanted to work with stream? Was it like, what was, yeah. Walk me through you kind of figuring out that this was something that you wanted to put more time in too. Yeah. So a lot of people had been saying it like anyway, that I, I should, um, 
I should have gone full time a lot earlier than the one I even did. I yeah. feel like it went at the perfect time, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so kind of like I'll just give you a kind of layout of what I used to do. So like my normal job would be like a nine till five, and I'd literally rush home as soon as I probably like possibly can, like try to go live as close as five thirty. So try to keep my stream hours. I feel like that's a keeping your hours consistent. Oh yeah. Is a key thing. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, having a routine for both <laughs> you and your viewers, right? So I try to make it so 5.30, I'll be on every single day. And like, even now I'm live every single day. I don't, I don't have a day off. Um, How so... do you do that? <laughs> I love it. I just love streaming so much. Okay, that's fair. Continue. As a, as a thing. It helps me. I love it. <laughs> so yeah. So basically I would go live straight away and usually you're live, what, four, five hours? Yeah. Well, so, yeah you know minimum three right oh yeah so really so i was working from nine till five rush home go live at half like at half five um get on and then i wouldn't be getting off until like nine ten o'clock at night and that's every day and it got to the point i was like right i love streaming i love it so much and i, I think it was time to see where i could go with it you know i was smashing some massive achievements uh with the little time that i've been streaming and you know, getting invited to some amazing, amazing, like things and massive opportunities that I was getting, um, falling in with the right people. I thought, you know what, imagine how much further I could go if we did put more time into this. Um, so yeah, it kind of led up to that decision. And do you recall, I'm very, very thankful. do you recall in your timeline when that was? So was that earlier this year? Was that end of like, how long of a plan has this been for you? Was it relatively yeah. soon? Um, it definitely wasn't because I was still in disbelief. So oh, okay. one thing, and I'm sure we'll talk about like this thing later, but um, I would say that like, I definitely have imposter syndrome. Like, Interesting. Like, okay. Um, you know, not like diagnosed or anything, but yeah, definitely, not I diagnosed or anything. Diagnosed. <laughs> nice. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely something where I feel like, you know, why me? Like, why do I deserve this? You know, but yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't see how anybody could choose me over someone else. And even when people come in and like, oh, you're, you're one of my favorite streamers. I'm like, no, like, no, you're not. So yeah. Many people out there. Um, why me? And um, yeah, so it was definitely late for me and like all of my whole support system around me, like they were all going like, you know, you need to do this. You need to go for it. Like you clearly love it. You look how well you're doing. And it was my decision that, all right, let's at least get to a year. Nice. If I know I've been streaming every single day up into a year, then it's not just like a fad, right? It's not just something that will pass. And I kind of proved that to everyone and um, proved it to myself. And yeah, I would say after that, quite soon after that, I was like, okay, in my thought process, we're going to see how it is, try it out for a couple of months, see whether it can be financial, like financially viable as well. Yeah. And, uh, and then, yeah, from then on, it was, it was pretty much good to go. Um, just after that kind of year mark, that's where I really started taking it seriously and was like, yeah, I can do this. That's so cool. And then since you just mentioned that we're going to talk about it, let's talk about that imposter syndrome. Is that, <laughs> does that live in multiple areas of your life and it bled into streaming or was it, are you, yeah, what's that? Um, probably. Yeah. Um, okay. it's one of the things that I think it's kind of goes alongside of things of like wanting to be like a perfectionist, like wanting everything to, I want to be proud of my work that I put out. I want to be proud of um, what I do and like sometimes feeling like it's not good enough. Yeah. You know? 
And um, it kind of goes through the same way as that. And when I first started streaming, I literally didn't think one person would watch me. Like, why would they watch me, right? Yeah. Um. So then all of a sudden, when it started happening and more people started coming through and, um, you know, all these really key moments that, like, as a streamer, everyone will have, like, little moments that they will always remember, right? Oh, yeah. And um, looking back at some of them, and I'm like, wow, like, that's wild. Or why would that happen to me? And I just see the amount of work that, other people put in right yeah and and they i don't see them getting the same things and i'm like why like why is that you know yeah why am i and why aren't them and then that probably does go back to um me always seeing the best in other people right? i always see other people's potential yeah i don't necessarily see it in myself so um a bit more self-love i know that's something that i need to practice for sure <laughs> uh, so i love that and what has that looked like for you what has helped you? What what tools do you try and use? What's your method of feeling as though you're belonging? Of yeah. telling yourself that you do deserve to be there? I think it's just like, you know, just practicing to be kind to yourself, really, and do all the things that make you happy. Um, I think, again, in the world of content creation, and if there are any other streamers out here, I think we all can sometimes fall into a trap of, you know, all oh, things are going a bit down here. Is it me? You know, we always yeah. like, look at, we always blame ourselves, right? You always look at yourself first because you're the one on the camera. You're the one yep. doing this. Like it is can be very lonely. Um, and I think you need to be kinder to yourself and you need to respect the amount of work that you're putting into it and just and just know that things go up and down. It's it is a roller coaster and it's nothing to do with you. Um, and sometimes it's just the game, right? It's just the way it, the way it happens. But I think just go back to like my roots and to what makes me happy. So like boxing, I nice. love boxing. <laughs> um, you know, you love your sport and, and exercise and like getting yourself out there, even if it's going out, spending time with my dogs and walking them and uh, visiting places that I enjoy being, you know, um, sometimes taking a day off and going to see my family, that just puts you, puts you back to a grounded state, you know, and it just, helps relieve all of those and like that negative energy away from you and you know allows you to continue i love that so what would you what would you say is your go-to me thing your go-to feel good or i'm not feel good but just feel better feel lighter feel more yeah. at peace i think my mom <laughs> really <laughs> sounds awful, but no that does not yeah. don't no need to judge yourself for what makes you feel the most peaceful and happy yeah i mean like and what is it about mom? Um, it, yeah, it's just she, she can always put me back into uh, perspective. You know, like, mm, again, we that. can always get into the moment where you think little things can get to you, you know, and it sometimes it just takes that someone to turn around to you and be like, everything's going to be all right. It's really not a big deal and we can get through this. Or if it feels like a big to, like, deal for you right now, I'll sit there and I'll talk through it, you know, and it, it's just the way she is. And I think that really, really is a, a good eye-opener for me and it makes me realize oh yeah actually things aren't as bad as what they they appeared or yeah i just needed that release i needed just to get it off my chest and you know yeah it, it is she's amazing was that something you've always had with mother because i'm still so curious because that is such that's so beautifully and emotionally mature and connected between a mother and a daughter and i know you have your master's in clinical psychology so like <laughs> have has have you like helped structure them the healthy mental state of those around you like via that or was that just sort of a passion and it 
kind of has all just worked i don't even know if, if this question makes sense i'm just still like yeah i know i think it does i think unsubconsciously yeah i feel like even from a really young position like so when so to kind of go into like some background of my mum. Yeah. Um, she was an orphan. Okay. So she like even from when we were younger, she always expressed um like milestones of like when I turned certain ages, like, you know, at that point her her parents were gone and then she would say to us, like, you know, that 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 was a big moment for her because you know, all of those kind of emotions that she had during that. And we were always very aware of that. So kind of like I was always thought when I was younger someone else always has it worse mm. someone else has it worse so I should always be blessed and I should always be grateful for what I have and um I've always I don't know I've always kind of carried that mantra whether she kind of un subconsciously passed that on to me yeah. or whether it's you know something that she meant to happen um you know because hearing my mum's story I was always like oh my gosh yeah like at that young age I couldn't ever imagine not having her around so um that's how it kind of turned to me and then, yeah, I think naturally I was always had a passion for mental health. Um, it, it fascinated me, intrigued me that people can experience certain things, but also a passion in terms of wanting to help people and support them through that. I love that. And I want to, because you said something very, very interesting, which was in terms of comparative suffering. Do you, in terms of someone else will always have it worse, do you find yourself dismissing your own struggles because of that do you allow your like does it interfere with your own processing of your own difficulties and the own appreciation of what you've gone through in any way um yes and no okay so i would say like with things that have happened like you know when you kind of yeah like when things happen when you were younger um definitely but it, it also has helped me i mean we had a little bit of a discussion of like the other day and well kind of happily bring it up here is yeah um it was the the feeling of like anger right when I was younger I used to actually be really angry um all the time and I used to fight a lot and I used to really get myself wound up a lot yeah and um yeah it was it was really really strange and I used to I, I was always a good kid always 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 good always very uh it, like you know grade a student you know always getting like my high high uh scores on on all my tests and everything like that and worked hard um but on the other side I, I you know it was like almost like a a flick of a switch you know and um yeah it got to a point where like you just don't want to be like that anymore right you yeah. don't want to be angry anymore um was there a specific instant kind of... that led to that or was it just uh, a general if you're willing to if you're willing to and want to no, talk about yeah, that no yeah that's absolutely fine um it was a definitely more much a, like a general thing okay um as as i kind of like phased out of um and then i could i basically i saw what anger and and hate and these negative feelings that that are still beautiful feelings because yeah. it's great to be able to feel right um but i saw what these feelings had on people and it had on me at the time so if I am angry at someone or at something, then that's got power over me, mm, right? And yeah. I and I learned that again from quite a young age, like after I was going through <laughs> all of that kind of stuff. But do you know what? I'm giving other people power. Here. Yeah. The people that I'm angry about, and I then I felt almost even more embarrassed that I was kind of giving them that power to to control me in that kind of way, and I didn't want to be that person. So um, yeah, so that's kind of then 
I and got what, myself out of that. And what age yeah. was that happening? Because that's a very emotionally mature response to have. Um, I would say yeah. like kind of 14, 15. Upwards. Really? Yeah, I was fighting quite a lot like before <clears> that, <throat> I think, at school with like other people. And, and we're, like things would happen and and yeah. and so this was all from you were you in therapy were there conversations with counselors with your mother or was this kind of a self assessment um, self-awareness really i think have you um, always been this self-aware uh, maybe i don't know again with mom being like what she taught us when she yeah. was younger like my mum was very like i've always brought up quite very open right yeah so let's say i've got my, i've got my tongue pierced for example right I had that done when I was 12 or 13. What? Like my mum and my mum went to, to take me to get my tongue pierced, right? And that wasn't because, you know, basically anything that I wanted to do, she would sit down with me and we'll talk about the pros and cons. So she was like, right. Oh my gosh. The pros and cons. Uh, and if we talk about all the cons and you still want to do it and this is your decision and you're your own person and I will be there with you rather than me going off and doing it behind her back and it going wrong and it, you know, then having negative effects she would rather yeah. be there with me on that journey because she never had that guidance she never had that around her I was, again i was really good at school i was i was doing everything i needed to do and it was something you know to this day like i've, I've never you know i've never taken drugs i've never <laughs> i don't smoke i've never smoked yeah um, i don't really drink like you know i'm a good kid yeah <laughs> um so yeah so anything like that but it, she saw it as a form of self-expression and yeah. she was always there to help us express ourselves in any way we could because she never had that when she was younger. So that's beautiful. That's beautiful and so fortunate because with especially with a situation of being an orphan, like it could have ended up the other way where she just ended up perpetuating whatever she lacked to her kids. Mm -hmm. But she ended up re like fixing and healing and giving you what she wanted and what she needed. And that's that's so amazing to just be able yeah. to talk to your mom about that at such a young yeah, age and to incredible. feel that comfortability of communication like that's so cool do you have that with your dad is it a family thing is it more so prominent with mother uh mom i so love that definitely definitely with mom i mean so dad was kind of like out of the picture very early doors. okay so he he was like kind of never around and that's where like do you remember what we just said earlier about like kind of like those negative feelings yeah has and you have to kind of process to go through that yeah that was for us that was mainly about him yeah like i got you going through that and um and yeah and like i said it got to the point for me that i weren't gonna let anybody else have any kind of i weren't gonna hold any of those resentment they got to a point where i was just like i'm just gonna let it all go you know and, and i'm not gonna feel that anymore i'm not i don't want that around me anymore this doesn't define me it's not gonna change who i am or what i'm gonna be doing doing forward like in the future so i don't need to hold it and ever since then, it kind of like, I don't know, it was, it was kind of a beautiful moment to get to that point and, and see the world in that kind of way, you know? That, yes, that's beautiful. <laughs> you, uh, that's very, that's very healthy. That's so, I mean, un of course, unfortunate that your dad wasn't around, but that's, I mean, yeah, I didn't have, uh, I was in the same situation. Father wasn't around either, but I had a mother who made it so that i didn't really miss i mean i don't want to say that you didn't miss having that father i don't want to assume but it yeah. seems as though you had a similar situation and that your mother did a great job and that you didn't need to miss what wasn't there because she was she was given yeah. that for you she was that rock for you and Definitely. that's so I mean, naturally, fortunate naturally you do kind of you don't you you don't 
know what you're missing. So exactly. You know, at the time when you're a kid, though, like you, you think you're missing something, right? Like you, you, you think that was that, you should have that prominent for you? Not majorly, no. Okay. Do you have an instance because of when that might have struck you the most? Um, I think it was when like friends were being like mm. really disrespectful to their parents <laughs> and like talking about their dad in like a really negative way and i was like well at least you have one oh like, my <laughs> like, like it was very that's... much like that for me <laughs> that's fair that's fair <laughs> yeah yeah i remember i remember a few moments like that and 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 then it kind of put them back into check but then it, that was the same similar thing that mom's done for us you know yeah and you know again just grounding us and just making sure because she went through that whole thing of like you know after she become very very angry and she went had she had to go through that transition you know like you know as, as a young child and then losing your parents and then obviously having us we, we i'm her youngest um and she had us all quite young so how many siblings yeah, do you have uh two other siblings they're two older sisters oh my goodness so it was yeah. the four of y'all for the most part uh yeah, yeah okay and then my uncle who would uh when he wasn't deployed he was with us so oh that's awesome um, yeah it was lovely <laughs> so uh oh yeah so i'm the youngest i'm the baby i'm the one that's uh yeah just spoiled <laughs> i mean you know what? weren't even that spoiled but... mm, lies <laughs> dude that is so then and then walk me so that's oh my gosh that's so great so then let's get back to streaming how did you find pipeline in that? Like, that's kind of what the last thing I wanted to touch mm -hmm. on because I know how amazing that's been for you. What was, was there the, yeah. Like, how did you get into pipeline? What brought you to that? Yeah. So I saw pipeline around anyway. Obviously when you start looking at yep. streamers, you see, Oh, what's that pipeline logo? And like, you start Googling it a bit more. Like I wanted to learn about streaming and it's pretty much one of the things it, it like advertises, right? It teaches yeah. you about streaming. And I thought, when it got to the point now when i was even considering of like hey maybe i should take this more seriously i obviously already had my eyes on pipeline and i was like look now's the time to invest in myself right yep. it's not just a hobby anymore it's now time that i want to invest and i want to become better so at that point um it wasn't even like i think people join pipeline for different reasons for me it wasn't about networking it wasn't about like putting my name out there or anything like that it was purely just an internal thing of I want to get better and I want to learn. Nice. And it was just kind of the obvious place to go to. At that point in time, I was very close within Chadwick's community. Nice. Um, I was always, always there. And um, he literally said to me, you need to join Pipeline. <laughs> like, just nice. stop about it. Just do it. Like, just stop. Um, just, I'm in an R and about it. You have to do it. So, yeah, I joined it in January, uh, January this year and i've just loved it ever since like being able to talk to people that actually inspire you and to ask questions like there's no other place you can just openly ask questions and like get a response you know about whether it's something that other people have experienced or something you're considering maybe something in the future it's just a full wealth of knowledge within that kind of yeah journey. and it's you awesome. and you seem like a very curious I would love to find these this information out type of person. So that seems right up your alley. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh. Like I said, even if just hearing about like, and obviously Stone Stone is in there, and like I used to watch Stone. I was like a long time, long time, um, you know, kind of supporter of Stone. So then to even have him talking in like 
a zoom call with all of us yeah like, oh my gosh that's, this is insane like this is insane and that that's throughout all of this that's all i've been thinking like this whole journey has just been out of this world insane it's yeah so good that's so beautiful so what are you looking forward to the most for the rest of the year we have a month and a a week almost what uh do you have any amazing end of the year goals that you're trying to achieve are you starting to think about next year What's uh Ooh. what's the rest of tw- the end of 2022 looking like for knickknacks? Oh, well, celebrate Christmas with everyone. I love that. That's always a, a fun time of the year. Um, you know, might throw out some like pretty cool giveaways and all that good stuff. Um, but mainly I, I in terms of like goals, in terms of screen goals, um it, and this this might sound quite bizarre because I've managed to do within my like again, my short time of streaming, um like you know i've got my partnership and i've hit loads of different um milestones and i've i've just hit ten thousand followers Um, nice and i think some people think i should have more um but i I don't know i i think what do you think what i've achieved i think i'm very happy with where i'm at and i'm not surprised by that answer awesome (laughs) yeah i've got an awesome community like they're so cool uh they're just incredible and super super supportive so I cannot be proud of where I am right now. Um, obviously, yeah, just just onwards and upwards, though, right? As just see where kind of where we get to. Um, obviously, for that, the end of this year, we we've literally only just hit the ten k, so I don't, yeah. I don't think I've got any more goals for the end of this year. But definitely for next year, um, we'll, we'll see. We'll kind of see what's in store for us. Oh my gosh! And I just thought of this question because I feel like it's going to be very difficult for you um, because you seem. <laughs> You are a very, very, very gratitude. I don't gratitude. You, whatever the word is, you exude great <laughs> gratitude and appreciation for what you have. What would be the one thing that you would ask the universe for? Oh my gosh, that's so difficult. I know. Oh, that is extremely difficult. And it has to be for you. It can't. You can't ask the universe for someone else. That you have to take care of Nicola for this. <laughs> Me, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that, that that's incredibly hard. I've not even asked been asked that before. I know. Oh, oh, I know. I would dream, absolutely dream, to one day be able to go to one of like the conventions, or even be invited, like actually invited, not just pay for a ticket. Yeah. So, but to like a, a, a cod event or like something massive with like all the, everyone else like meeting every, all the streamers like out in america like for me that would be an absolute dream you should put that out into the world yeah because i think Maybe. that would be awesome i know so many <laughs> amazing members of your community in the streaming world would love to get to hang out with you and be sober with you and hang out so that would be <laughs> yeah. that'd be a blast uh but dude thank you so much for coming and doing the the podcast and having this lovely conversation this was so amazing, amazing. and yeah, i am thank you. so thankful uh for your time and for uh yeah just for your existence as an amazing human being because you brought so much joy and levity and uh just beautiful nuggets of wisdom to not only myself but every single person that watches you and engages in your content and so it's it's very very special so i greatly appreciate you uh oh. I appreciate you. Is there... And to be fair, I will say whilst we're here, uh, I want to thank you actually for, because obviously it's very easy in the streaming world for people to get stuck up on like followers and so to speak. 
Um, but you were you were one of the rare ones to pick me up when you know you didn't care about what I had and what size we were, you know, as a creator or as a community. And uh, you definitely gave me some amazing like opportunities as well that definitely put my name more on the map and got people to know me a little bit more. So I uh, I want to take this moment to thank you. Well, you I hate compliments, <laughs> but you are welcome. I will accept that. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, just I mean that's luck is opportunity meets preparation it doesn't matter if you don't have the fucking following you are an amazing entertainer and a lovely human being and i like cool people so yeah just keep being yourself <laughs> uh before we head out of here where can the people find you over on facebook nick max 94 you know it love that nick i appreciate you thank you so much you. i'm gonna thank do uh you. of course i will see you on tuesday uh, yeah, boy. yeah if you you can mute or dip i'm just gonna do a little tiny outro uh That's it's up it. to you so that was another beautiful episode of the what the fluff podcast we had the amazing knickknacks 94 i hope you guys were able to take away just too much amazingness uh so thank you guys for tuning in and uh yeah i appreciate you guys for listening we'll be back next week with another amazing interview episode of the what the fluff podcast i greatly appreciate you guys remember you're only as amazing as you treat other people so be kind to someone for no other reason than it's the awesome thing to do i love you and i'll catch you on another episode next week good night <laughs>